Hey there, story fiends, and welcome back to the podcast which truly believes there are stories everywhere. This is Their Stories Everywhere with Aledria Hurt. This week, we're going to be looking at another short piece of writing, which harkens back to my horror roots. I really, truthfully enjoy horror as a catharsis and a chance to live a life you might never admit you'd like to. This week, it's an oldie but goodie, a reading from Harmony. But before we get into the story, let's do a quick life update. There's something brewing in the works. I can't 100% talk about it yet, but I'm super excited to see what might happen. I have made my not-so-triumphant return to social media with the use of my Instagram. If you'd like to at me, it's Aledria E. Hurt. I'm still doing my best not to spend a whole lot of time anywhere on the internet. Not because I don't love all you lovely folks, but because I get comparisonitis real bad. It's a thing for me. Therefore, better for me to stay as far away from comparison as I can get. Things in the real world continue to go well. Work is steady. Eileen, the piece I read from last week, has topped 40k. I just got a line back from my editor, so I'm going to start working on that to get it out before the end of the year. And I'm looking forward to getting some new work out there so that you all can enjoy reading as much as I enjoy writing. So that's life, in a nutshell. Let's get on with the show! Now to our story, Harmony. Harmony by Aledria Hurt. Read by Aledria Hurt. Harmony. Harmony, this is a word I don't hear very often, really. However, this was a night when it came up. My cell phone ringing during dinner is not an unusual action. That's what I have a Bluetooth for, so I can answer it while I'm stirring the pasta sauce. I reached up and clicked the line open. Yes. I never answer with my name. Either you know me, or you don't. If you don't, and you have my number, then you have business. If you do, and you have the number, you're a friend I like, or an enemy I like enough not to call in a hit on yet. The second are considered professional relationships. At least, that's what I like to call them. Allie tends to say those are mutual F relationships. You don't F with me, I don't F with you. If you F with me, I will F you up. Those kinds of relationships. Generally, they don't end up in anyone being F'd over for the simple fact that anybody in this business playing around like that means the body count goes from 0 to 60 in 48 hours. Julia likes to turn bombs loose on people. So far, I think she holds the record for the number of people off at one time. It's kind of hard to top the demolition of a hotel that is still in use. Anyway, the voice on the other end said, I have need of your services. I'm listening. Reaching down, I turned the burner on my stove down to low. No use in burning dinner while conducting business. That just meant I would have to buy it and I never really like whatever they sell in the stores. It's like schlock, 
if you know what that means. Essentially inedible, in my opinion. Calorie content, check. Nutritional value, don't make me laugh, stuff. A half a million dollars to bring Harmony back to my family. Harmony. See, this is where I heard that word at the start of this whole thing. I need details. Name, phone number, and method. Written on the back of a 3x5 photograph of the target. Don't put it on something you want back. Wedge it between the bricks of St. Andrew's Church between midnight and 2 a.m. If the information is not there by 2 a.m., I'll take it you walked out on the deal. How will you collect your money? Once you are satisfied, I have accomplished what you're paying me to do, I will contact you to arrange the drop-off of my payment. The walk to St. Andrews would give me something to do with my night. Not that I didn't make some walk every night, just about. It was a given I was not going to stay in my apartment all night. After all, what woman wants to be locked up in a one-room when they aren't sleeping? Understood, said the, na- said the voice on the other end. My name, I cut him off with a snarl. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I'll do what you ask. You pay me, and then we forget each other exist. Got it? Got it. He sounded a little hurt by the fact that I snapped at him like that. Men and their fragile egos. I swear, if the sex wasn't good, I wouldn't deal with them at all. With that, I terminated the call. No goodbye. This guy was not my friend. He was a client. I don't care if it hurt his feelings or not. He wasn't paying me to be friendly. He was paying me for a rather exclusive service. I was rather happy I didn't have to haggle over price, though. I did occasionally like to haggle, but it almost always meant the person was going to try and renege on me at some point, and I do hate having to make examples out of people who piss me off. It's a waste of ammunition for stupidity. I don't have a high tolerance for stupidity. I walked back into my kitchen and finished up dinner. Julia called at some point and asked if she could come eat with me if she brought a bottle of wine. One of the few people in the world who has never been on my hit list. I told her sure, and she didn't even have to bring wine if she didn't feel like it. She showed up with a bottle of red. We polished it off between the two of us. I left her sleeping on my couch as I went to go pick up the photograph and the information. It was there, folded into a V and wedged into one of the many holes in the foundation of the church. Some people would find it blasphemous I use a church as a place to get information, but you have to admit there is a certain precedence for it. After all, the most horrible things ever done are confessed in church to a priest, and they can't even tell anyone. If that isn't an effed-up system, I really don't know what it is. But I suppose I shouldn't say anything. My priest knows more than a few things that would get me locked up for long periods of time. Extremely long periods of time. I'm kind of glad he's got that little white block at his throat. Whatever keeps me running free instead of behind bars, I suppose. The picture was not what I expected. Most of the time, when we're talking about offing someone, that someone is old enough to drink, drive, and die. The girl in the picture was just that. A girl. Some kid. 
ten years old at the outside. I found myself standing there staring at it and wondering what kind of individual would send a hired killer after a ten-year-old. It was just unbelievable. Well, not completely. I took the route back to my apartment at a dead run. It was only 18 blocks, but at that time of night, there wasn't much pedestrian traffic. I'm sure I probably drew some interesting looks from cab drivers running like my hair was on fire through the city at that hour, but honestly, cab drivers have to deal with their fares. I'm certain none of them did more than raise an interested eyebrow. People do some strange mess in cabs, believe me. I once made out with a guy and shot him in the stomach in the back of a cab. We didn't get in together, so I guess that driver didn't think anything of it when we didn't get out together either. I wonder what he told his supervisor when the cops came around asking about that one. Enough about that particular moment in my life. I made it back to the apartment, wearing sweat like I'd been singing in the rain, and Julia opened one cat-green eye and rolled it in my direction. Then her eyebrow went up. When I shrugged, she mimicked the action from the position she was in and proceeded to go back to sleep. I was content with her staying there on my couch. She was actually kind of cute sleeping, all that red hair spread over everything, and a body posture so feline you almost had to wonder if either of her parents were tigers or panthers or something that would find the idea of padding along in the daytime and sleeping in trees comfortable. I went to my table, the one that wasn't quite in the living room, but the space wasn't big enough to be called a bona fide dining room, and switched on the small lamp so I could take a real good look at the girl in the picture. There had to be something to this kid. I mean, there was no reason for anyone to hire a killer to off a child. Yet on the back, there was a name. Harmony Andrews. The kid's name was Harmony. There you have it, Story Fiends, a reading from the short story, Harmony. I honestly didn't really know how the writing in first person was going to work for this one, but it turned out rather well. I think I captured the voice of the character with a certain decent degree of ability. If you've got thoughts, feel free to drop me a line here at the podcast through anchor.fm slash Aledria or email me at my website at www.aledriahurt.com or, like I said, you can at me on Instagram at aledriahurt. Well, that's it for this week, Story Fiends. Let's see what stories we can come across before next week. <laughs>